Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Good morning or good afternoon, depending on where you live or good evening, depending if you're watching this at night. Uh, I'm Steve Schultz. Welcome to Elijah Streams. It is Wednesday, July 6th and the year is 2022. Welcome to the broadcast. I'm excited about this broadcast as always. Every time Kat comes on, we have a really good time. Lots of good Q&A. She's got good, uh, usually some good revelation and some encouragement to share with us as well. So welcome to the broadcast. Uh, I'm going to tell the people there in the studio to put up that uh, uh, address for questions about Cat. Now this is, see, just below there, right there, go to questions for cat with a K.com and there'll be a box that you can type your question. And this is not for this broadcast, but for the next few um, we try to fit them in. We don't ask every single question because some of them are repeats or we've covered it before or we just did it recently or something. So we can't guarantee we'll get your question in, but uh, a lot of them will get in. I think they told us we're at 400 and some approaching uh, 500 questions we've asked so far in the last about year and a half or year and three quarters, whatever that is. So anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. Questionsforcat.com. If you're being blessed by these episodes, please, uh, we, we really encourage you to donate into this ministry. So into this, uh, it helps us. There's about 24 of us. I always lose track of it. Um, it might be 26 by now that people that do one thing or another to keep this ministry going. So every two weeks we give them a paycheck. So that's a pretty good um you know, not to crack each two weeks, but we appreciate it. By God's grace, we're doing that. And then you've seen all the wells we're digging in Uganda and different things we sow into. We sow a lot into trafficked children's ministries. Um, and so we want to encourage you to just, because you will partake in the rewards that God gives for that. Because it's your income that's doing It's your money that you've sown that's doing it. Technically, it's not even our money. It's what God's entrusting to us with your sowing. And we, we, we're really enjoying the wells, the freshwater wells and all that. So anyway, thank you so much for that. There's a slide at the end of the program that gives you a, a place to write if you send a check or or a website to donate to. Thank you very much. All right, let's bring in Kat Kerr here. Good morning, Hi. good afternoon. How are you doing, Kat? Hi, good morning, afternoon, whichever one it is for anybody <laughs> out there, okay? <laughs> it's always good to see you. Uh, um, you you just have been a, many people don't know that the, when this thing exploded in blessing, it was when we did 10 days with you, like right, it was 10 days before the election, or maybe it was 11 because we missed one. You came in on the 4th. Do you I think remember? It was 10 days planned, and then God actually asked for an extra day. He said, okay. Steve, I need one extra day after the elections. And wow. if you go back and look at that one, if you, if it's still out there. It was on the 4th, right? The, the day after. So it was the 4th it was of the day November. after the elections, yes, because that day, well, actually that night when the elections ended and they actually stopped them, the processing hadn't stopped. And I don't know what excuse they gave that they wanted to stop it, but it really was for all the cheating. And, um, and that next day that God had asked for, he actually line by line said what happened that night while people were sleeping. He literally named it all. And so if you want to go back and see what God said about the elections instead of just us, go back and see what he said on that day, on that um, on that um, broadcast. It's very yeah. important because those things are still happening. Some are just starting to happen. Uh, but in other words, God was saying nobody's getting away with anything. 
It's all going to be exposed. He didn't say how long it would take to expose it. As long as he needs it to be exposed, it will yeah. be exposed. But when justice starts, it also won't stop until they are done with bringing justice to this country. Yeah. And so uh, actually part of what I was going to say right now is what was going on on the 4th of July that probably you didn't see. And that was one of the greatest spiritual battles ever on the earth. Um, really? The earth. And oh, yes, absolutely. I had been out in the middle of the street. I guess you could call it the 4th. You know, to me, it was 3 a.m. with my staff. And I was sending my host. One billion of the hosts were sent wow. to this war that was going to be taking place on the 4th. And uh, they were all over in the sky, so much so that I could even see at night at 3 in the morning, I could see them. With uh, There was such a fierceness on their face to start to go pull down the strongholds that were trying to come in, be invaded. Uh, if you don't know about the Switzerland thing, you need to go watch Robin Bullock and find out what, he's, find out what he says about that. Um, there is a way in a process that the spirit realm operates. And most people don't even know what that is. Most believers really don't. They know that they have a spirit man. They know that, the, you know, when you operate in the spirit and truth, it's the best way to be with God uh, or to speak with God. But I can tell you right now, there is a protocol on both sides. On the evil side, if you didn't know this, a Satan can't just do anything on his own. He's not the king of the earth. He'd like to be. He needs physical bodies that are willing to do evil things for him. He influences them, promotes them, then make sure evil people give these evil people money so they can carry out the plan of hell. And you've been living hell's plan for the last couple of years, not God's. However, God's not been sitting somewhere doing nothing about it. Uh, the army has been gathering and being an, um, already instructed for the day of July the 4th of this year to do something. And a great battle took took place in the spirit realm. Wow. You literally could hear the sounds of the battle. And that's why I'm saying listen to Robin Bullock's uh, broadcast where he actually lets you hear some of what's going on as they are actually speaking um, what is going on in the spirit realm in this battle. And uh, I didn't know Robin was even doing that. I knew what God was doing with me. Robin knew what God was doing with him. But he does use the prophets to speak things into existence and speak for him. And so my army has been beyond excited knowing that this great battle was about to happen. And it did take place. It may still be taking place in some measures because it goes to the very source of where the evil is and deals with that first. When it's a major worldwide something that's taking place, an event, God has his own events lined up. I've been telling you that and he hasn't changed any of them. He wants you to know the evil is going to be totally exposed and justice come. Because for the next 100 years, probably longer than that, but we'll just leave it there since some people can't handle that. Don't worry, <laughs> yeah. you, won't, you won't miss the rapture, people. Um, those who are supposed to be here during the rapture will be here. Those who are going home, when God wants you to go home, you're going. And this is a hint. When your mansion is finished, you are going home, and nobody's prayer can keep you here. If you're done with the race he gave you, and it's time for what he needs you for there, in heaven and your mansion is done he times that perfectly so when your mansion is done you go home now on the side of the evil they can't do anything without flesh that's why you see throughout the spiritual history how evil is coming at different times on the earth you know in the time of the pharaohs even before that you know when when all the other things were going on right before he flooded the earth there's a lot of evil going on 
And uh, in the days of Noah, it was much worse than it is now. You probably can't fathom that, but trust me, it was much worse in the days of Noah than it is even right now. And uh, and then again, when Hitler came on the scene, all that came the same way. Mm. And Robin's better at explaining that than me. But there is a portal of evil that they try to open to come in to do evil things. But they need evil, wicked people. They need the flesh to agree with them. Just like the father needs us to make decisions and follow up what he is saying. I mean, he can't force anyone to receive Jesus or the Holy Spirit, but he makes it possible for you to receive that. We as believers have more authority in the earth than ever, any devil, any demon, any any wicked being. We, in this body, in this flesh, with Jesus Christ, have more authority in the earth. Jesus gave us power over all the power of the enemy. When you learn how to operate in that, things are really already starting to turn in a different way because of those who do know. There's many believers right now know they have authority and they've been taking it in prayer and declaration and sending the armies of heaven. And I can tell you what, the battle has already been turned because this is the time when evil, literally, what is this time? The time evil will be pushed back, crushed, their platforms taken away, their voices stopped in the earth for a season. And, the, and hell is about to take the biggest hit. They've taken the biggest hit now on the spiritual side. The, the battle that's been going on in the spirit realm has been phenomenal, probably greater than ever before, because wow. this time God intends for us to manifest for him, uh, be the manifested sons and daughters, speak to the land, the sea, and the air, and know how to rule and reign with Christ right now in this world, in the spirit realm. And so the devil really didn't have a chance to do what he wants to do. He wants to try to take this earth early in case you wondered, but he's not getting it. If I had my fail button on here, I'd be pushing it right now. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, so many of the, the, the demons and the spirits of wickedness in high places have already been crushed. It's already happened. You're going to see such a change in the atmosphere first in this, especially in this country, with so many coming together on purpose to deal against the evil, but speak against it. You're probably saying, I'm just a person. What do I do? If you belong to Jesus Christ, you are not just a person. You're specially and specifically and powerfully made. You have Jesus Christ living on the inside of you, Holy Spirit alongside of you. If you didn't invite him in, you have the army of heaven waiting uh, to be sent places. More than ever before, the power of the living God is going to be seen in this earth. And in the spirit realm, it already has been felt. You will hear people now that won't know how to speak. They won't even know what to say because their positions are being shifted in the spirit realm. I'm talking about the wicked, evil people. They're about to be brought to justice swiftly. And I can tell you what, the atmosphere in this country is definitely turning right now because people are believing, trusting God, but speaking for him into the atmosphere. They're not agreeing with the evil. They're not advertising the evil. You should never advertise the evil that's going on. You should always talk about the power of God. Jesus Christ is ruler over this earth. And us with him. That even your words saying that makes a difference. Instead of talking about how bad it is, how about talking about how powerful God is? But so this good. powerful battle that started probably a little bit before, right on the fourth or right on the, the timing of that, on purpose, God picked that time. And like I said, make sure you get to hear Robin Bullock's um, broadcast about that. I was excited because I'd already sent my group. I sent my group out the night before. I could hear them yelling literally. And outside of my home, and so I ran out there at three in the morning wow. with my staff, and I was I was already sending them to war. I knew what I was sending them for, and so I was encouraging them and getting them excited about going. That they're a part of what God's doing with us, 
the, the, his people on this earth, uh, those who believe in Jesus Christ, you're about to see major doors open for you and things given to you you never thought would be. Suddenly they're about to happen because the, the evil spirit beings have been dealt with. The beginning of that has started already as of July the 4th, and you'll see major shifts happen in government, in exposure, in the courts. But mainly what God is about to do himself is going to be powerfully seen and remembered and even sung about for years to come. So cool. that is the main thing I had to say, the most important thing I had to say about that, but I can explain very simply uh, so that even, even, even people who just got born again, you'll understand there's a spiritual realm all around this physical Let's go I need a drink just a minute. <laughs> hey, while you're taking that drink, I want to ask you a question. Kat, or, or, well, go ahead and finish. You were starting to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, just as a simple explanation that people yeah. don't understand the spirit realm. It is the original realm that always was and always will be. It's what heaven is made of. Heaven is in the spirit realm. Um, and that's where they operate from. Your rulership is also in the spirit realm. When the Bible says we are kings and priests unto our God. When it says we rule and reign with Christ, there's so many scriptures talking about that. He gives us the keys to the kingdom, the spiritual kingdom. So many things that say what he has given us. But the, the reason for it is this. In the spirit realm, hell operates a totally different way than heaven does. Okay? Things will happen in the spirit realm with heaven and with God. Invading places, speaking to people, setting up his plans so people can start praying, declaring, and decreeing it. That's how he operates. Then we will see things happen, but it's spirit realm first. Hell is different. They have to seek out and find the flesh, wow. people, people who are living now on the earth, to be evil and wicked for them. If they don't get them, they have no way to do anything. How about that? So they found a lot of evil, wicked people, not just in the last two years, but before that they had started. And they started and they get them together. They will promise them all kinds of things through lies and uh, uh evil acts and stuff like that so they give these people if they don't have the flesh they're spirit beings okay you wouldn't even see them you wouldn't even know what was going on so satan finds the evil flesh first and gets it to agree with what he wants and some of them don't even know it's him but that's how he operates so he finds the evil flesh first starts working with them and then that gives permission in certain regions for the the demonic beings to operate against us against governments against plans but if he doesn't have them then he will not have any way to do anything this is satan i'm talking about but god opposites uh operates just the opposite he gets through with the spirit realm to us that's how we get connected to him that's how we receive christ that's how we receive holy spirit that's how we receive authority through the blood of christ so that's why there's a difference in how they operate so this is what happens when the evil armies are removed taken out of the picture there's no one no evil beings to inspire empower or or get evil people to pay for the the wicked acts that leaves the flesh the wicked flesh they will be the chaos they will have confusion fear will start to control them because now that power they were feeling has been removed and this time of course god was quite ready a lot, quite a few of the body were ready, praying for God's will to be done in this time. So I just want you to know that's why there was no chance that hell would ever be able to take over in this time right now. I'm sure there's a, quite a few prophets out there that would agree with me saying that. 
So it's only going to get better. And exactly what God said the day after the elections is what will happen. Justice will be served. He'll put things not just back where they belong, but they will be accelerated. Uh, uh, greatness will come to this, this country and even around the world for all the believers who stood and not stepped back. This is a great time to be alive. So now I you like understand, so. don't give yourself to the acts, the movies, the, the, uh, the, the captivation of your soul. Don't give it to darkness. You're actually helping the darkness. Oh, so make sure yeah. you're living your life the way God needs you to. Make sure you're living sin-free, filled with the joy of the Lord, powerful word, the powerful word of God, the blood of Christ with you, the he uh, heaven's army, uh, working for us in Jesus' name. We are going to win, 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 win. That's good. I'm That's very good. Happy. <laughs> That's good. Well, you know, this is okay. So we're coming into a time of Q&A now for the last part of the program or the, or the yes. next part. You know, usually it's like about a third this and then two thirds of Q&A. Um, let me just start with some questions that pop into my head from what you were just saying, if I can do that. Okay. You said that the enemy was made all kinds of promises to these evil people or maybe they were he was tempting them to be evil. What do these people think? they're going to be rewarded by the Satan. What have they been promised and when? Is this for an afterlife that they think they've been promised? Oh, no, he's right talking now? about right now. Okay. No, okay. Satan will have talked about right now. It's the same thing he always offers, like Christ when he was tempted. You know what he yeah. offered, right? He'd give him what properties, wealth, kingdoms to rule over. It's the same thing. He never changes his M.O., Okay. He never has changed his MO. Even back in the days of the Old Testament, he did the same thing. He would promise evil people things. Of course, he never delivered. And right now he can't deliver because this country is not going to be given to any other country or any evil entity or e even any. And there's no evil ruler that will sit in the White House. I can tell you right now. But these things are what Satan has promised. And some of you even probably know the name of the very evil people who've been funding, supplying, organizing, finding people who don't care about life and paying them off to do violent acts and stuff like that. Everyone down that line from the very top is promised things from hell. Number one will be control. They're going to be given land, territory, be over people. They're going to be given great wealth. They're going to power and authority. They'll be able to rule self over wherever Satan has promised. Sometimes he promises the same thing to several different great leaders that are evil, and none of them are getting, I can tell you what, they're pretty ticked off right now. Because they're <laughs> oh. not getting what they were promised. They were promised, number one, this country, and they're not getting it. Number one, they're not getting America. America is free. We, the people, are free. This country stands for God and, and righteousness and the cross. And I can awesome. tell you right now, that was the worst thing they could have promised, but that was promised to them. And there are several different countries who have evil people in that they were promised the same thing. We'll section it up and give you this part and that part of you and this part of you. They thought they had it made. If they could squash us, steal our joy, take away our supplies, stop our supplies, stop the food chain. And so we were, we would be down to nothing, no home, no money, no hope. Then they would get our guns. By the way, that was always the plan. That was always their plan. Get their weapons. And then we have them. Guess what? It didn't happen and it won't happen. Good. So just as a brief statement of what they were promised, same thing Satan has always promised evil people, but he did tempt Christ when he went into the wilderness. He was tempted with those very same things. If you bow down to me, I'll give you this, this, he even showed him 
in the spirit showed him kingdoms and stuff that he would give Christ. Of course, we know Christ said, forget it, Jack, I'm not taking it. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. There's some really, really angry uh, people of people of fame, or especially in the political ilk, if I can put it that way, who have, they're coming online, they're coming in, they're doing news stories, and they're saying, if we don't take control of this, they're ruining our country. What they mean is they're ruining my power base. That's what they really mean. And they're using words like, we're not going to have a democracy left. What they mean is we're not going to have our power over you left. There is no democracy with those people, okay? (laughs) They want to cheat, steal, and rule. They want to rule, okay? That's what they want. And they aren't going to get it. And you're right, Steve. They're very afraid because people are standing up saying, we're not taking this. We're not living this way anymore. And the people who are weedy people, which are like 100 million people, never did want any of this okay they never wanted it and now they're standing up saying we're not doing it we're not taking it people are getting serious about their prayer and declarations and even how they order their own life which which is the good side of all this happening but i'm telling you there are some very angry people in high places that were promised stuff in the business world political world uh even in the governmental realm Uh, i'm telling you right now they thought they had us but they don't have it. They have. So the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. That's good. Now you, you said a minute him, You have not been appointed under wrath, but blessing and uh, and joy and celebration. And so you're right, Steve. There's some very angry people, but they're, the way they say it is totally opposite of what's actually happening. They're losing their hold, their control for the world they wanted. So, That's yeah. why they're upset. You said it, the people, we the people aren't taking their words. A minute ago, you said something about there's there's like probably 100 million people. What were you trying to say? I didn't get your point. You said there's... Yeah, about 100 million people voted, and okay. they voted for Trump. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. So none of those people want anything, and guess what? Other people have left the Democratic Party by the thousands, Yeah. they realize they don't want it either. When they see what they're being handed, they don't want it either. And I know some that have actually switched parties it's not always about the party, but that right. the left has seen yeah. the liberals. They want to take over. They want things to be able they like to sin. Okay. That's yeah. their MO. And they will use other people, steal from other people. And that's what evil does. That's what Satan does. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He isn't going to change his MO. God comes to set free, to bless, and let you use the gift he put in you to make this country great for him, for him to be known in this world. Uh, peace, joy, and celebration. That's what God wants. Uh, on, Kat, on some of those people, there are some that have that are the Bible calls them evildoers or the wicked, and I don't know the Bible's or the God's. I don't know God's full definition when He uses that language. But when these people have sold out to the wrong side, are some of those? I'm guessing some of them are already beyond hope. Are there some that that have yet the ability to repent? What what? I think there's always going to be a window open. Um, There's always going to be a window open, but some you're right. There's no way. There's absolutely no way they have sold totally out, not just to the left and the liberals, but to Satan himself. And it's very hard because sometimes Jesus will appear to them and they'll say, no, I don't want you. I mean, there's people that have gotten that far. Their soul is so polluted and compromised their soul. It talks about that in the Bible. 
but the soul is so compromised they see nothing hear nothing or want nothing except what our true enemy satan wants yeah. and i'm not saying it's impossible if if your family if you are a family member of any of these people please continue to stand in the gap they will repent that they will That's know good. jesus christ as a savior they don't want to go where satan's planning to take them if if he comes for them when they die they won't want any of that so oh, stand no. in the gap for them let god keep your soul uh you know open to him let him keep you empowered and not lose hope in yourself because you're hearing these words there is always hope as long as those people are alive and as long as god's heart still wants it says even the vile sinner to be saved that's what god says but there are some who've already gone beyond uh their their, their mind is seared their soul has been mm. already taken control of by the enemy and so uh, i'm just saying god told me himself there are some that will not repent yeah I, i'm thinking you talked about hitler before i want to bring that up right now because we're in the serious moment we're at least at this time but yes. i saw a history channel not that long ago um documentary about hitler and he had broken his promise to um the war was not going that well or he thought it was going very well then he attacked russia unprovoked and started yeah. ki killing them off and Russia turned on him and wiped his army out and he was he was coming to the end of his reign and he said and this was the quote they used I don't know if it was his actual quote or if they put it in the documentary as if he might have said this but he said the gods of war have deserted us as he was losing he had um no one of us would know at what point he could repent but he, by the time he got to this point and then the Americans and the French and the British were coming in from the other side yeah um some at some point he then kills himself and tell yes, the people what instead life. of what the enemy because he was an occultist as well yeah tell the people what god showed you if you're uh, willing to do that about where, where i am Hitler's not been. the only one uh, i have been to hell like three four times um uh some of them were great times some of them were just showing me how hell operates in hell itself uh, being a seer, I've seen the operations of hell my whole entire life on the yeah. earth. But I was taken to hell so I could see how they operate. He seared part of my mind that I wouldn't keep that in my soul where it oh. would be horrific. Uh, the one thing I do clearly remember is I saw Hitler on a meat hook in hell. On a meat hook. And I am not the only one that has seen him on that. Uh, I think, is it, is it Mary Kay Baxter? I think that's a name that sounds familiar. She's in heaven now, Mary Kay Baxter. She's still here or not here. I think she may be in heaven. She, I know, she herself told me that she saw him. I already wow. had seen him, but when she said, I was talking about it, she said, you're right. I, I was taken, she was taken to hell quite a few times. And she also said, yes, you're right. I did see him there, so. Yeah, so uh, the, the enemy he Satan himself would have. He was not in hell, people. He was not yeah. rewarded in hell. He got nothing that was promised to him. He's the biggest joke in all of hell. Uh, they may be getting some uh, winners right along next to him very soon. Wow. That, and that's why I kind of wanted to have you point that out because there's people out there. There must be a few who have a window to repent. And if you're watching they, this they program. Are some that can still repent. Really, yeah, they are right yeah, now. Yeah. So don't yeah, end up on a meat hook because you're wanting to kill God's people or God's, you know. Oh, nothing man. he planned worked. But that's how Satan does. He finds somebody who can become a person of importance or at least looked at or at least listened to. Uh, 
and then he will use that evil people that evil person until of course he dies or he or he takes his they take their own life but we are in a situation right now. there's some people that have so compromised their soul and so defiled their soul seared their heart sealed the soul they don't care there's some that do not care who dies they don't even care about the realm they care about nobody who's with them in this they don't care about anybody under them above them they just don't care that's what happens because they're walking with death they're not walking in life and i always seriously say repent while you can repent there'll come a time when nobody will want the repentance or the testimony because they all have so much already uh that you won't have any way but the the most important thing is make sure you repent to jesus christ for yeah. all that you have done receive him as your savior have him wipe away your sins or you will go to the worst place you've even mm. thought could exist Don't and you will there. have no way out of there yeah and i mean i have heard donna rigney's talked about this issue that that god if god had his way i mean if god but he doesn't have his way because he gives you the choice to sin or not sin yes he does so he is he's not willing that any should perish but that all but some perish and and many many perish. Let evil enter into heaven people yeah. that's why christ died it was to keep it out okay without yeah. the blood of christ and repentance that you are clean he cannot let evil he can't let you enter into heaven with evil in you or with mm -hmm. sin in you because then heaven would be like yours, and that is never, never, ever going to happen. It's okay, never going to happen. Yeah. You will have to receive Christ, the, his blood that he paid on the cross, carrying every evil, wicked sin that could be even done, carried that. When he drank that cup in the garden, carried mm. that. He went to the cross to nail that to the cross. And because he was willing, he is the only one who can forgive sin. That's a real simple explanation to you. Yeah. And so if you've been running from God, you better start running back if I were you. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, the beauty thing is nobody's ever going to be, even when you repent, you're not going to be able to make yourself in an instant sinless, but the blood covers that, forgives that. And then, so yeah. The blood, God, from the moment you say, I repent, everything from that moment back is totally not even remembered by God. He amazing. won't talk to you about it. He won't mention it because <laughs> at that moment, you have become righteous and not unrighteous. Yes, we do realize there's people who just give in sometimes or they slip or they make mistakes or they just go back into sin, they're tempted. Make sure you repent of those sins because the Bible says, because grace abounds should sin much more abound. And it says, God forbid. So you wanna yeah. make sure that you, you live a life. You don't wanna just spend your life repenting. How about becoming something great for God, That's doing good. great things for him building something great, helping people in a great way. Give your life for that because I tell you what, God does reward. He does reward beyond what you ever could imagine. And he makes sure that he re recognizes and remembers every kind deed that you do. But the thing is this, Christ died for the purpose that we could be with the Father and him for all eternity. Yeah. It's worth it to receive Christ. Besides you have him, with you all the time and even if you're doing things wrong after you repent he doesn't want to abandon you but you do need to come back and you do need to repent no matter what people are saying you do not get to freely sin yeah as a believer you should never freely sin it says the grace will make you free from sin 
It doesn't say freely sin. Yeah. When when someone has uh, been, again, the Bible uses the term evildoers. They use the term wicked. Um, when they have lived a wicked, wicked, wicked life, and let's just say um, that one of those people, before it was too late, realized what he or she had done and repented and really meant it, and then God wipes their slate clean, even though their entire life was wickedness. And let's say just, you know, the last few weeks of their life, that's it. That, and then suddenly they died. Does God welcome them as if they're this, does he say, well done, good and faithful servant? What? How, talk, talk about that for a minute. He would probably say, welcome home, son or daughter, depending on <clears throat> whether you were male or female. Yeah. There's no in between, by the way. I can't yeah. help but say that. Yeah. Uh, God made us, okay? We were birthed from inside of him. Our spirit man's, the little spirit man's lived in him. He sent us to the earth so that we could have a body and know him and do things, great things. And that's why he created the physical realm. Actually, there's a lot of reasons. God does everything for a reason. He doesn't just do it because he thinks it might be good. There's a real reason for him. But because of the price his son paid, he is willing to take any moment in your life to repent from evilness and wickedness and sin. And Christ covers that. He comes in and covers you. like, And it's not written down. You can't find it written down anywhere. Your wow. name will then be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. When you get born again, it gets written there, okay? It's in there. You get into heaven because your name is written in that book. And so I can promise you. And people, when they get to heaven, no one's angry with them because they all know some of them did the same thing. They repented at some time in their life. They weren't always good. They did things wrong. But that's why the blood is so powerful, and that's why Satan hates the blood in the name of Christ. But I can tell you right now, there's some that have really gone probably too far. If the father was saying that, then they have. And he said, I won't allow them. This is how he said to me, I won't allow them to remain on the earth. Uh, that means they're not going to heaven. That means they'll be going down. Yeah. And so I can tell you justice. You're going to see justice like you never did before. It's written on the steps of his throne. I have been there. And justice is very, very big in heaven. And when he sends it to the earth, there's no way people will escape having justice brought. Good for us and those who stood for righteousness and what we wanted good. Not so good for the evil and the wicked. That's why they need to repent now. Yeah. Um, a few minutes ago when we were talking, you said, I uh, was talking about the fourth, and you said, I sent my army. And I thought, okay, there's a lot of new people even today that are <laughs> joining. And someone's going to send this video in. So is it true that around 2012, 2014, somewhere in there, God began to... 2014, and they began to give you the uh, what you call the host initiative, which means you have the opportunity to be to have an army, a, a small army of, of heaven's army. How would you describe it to someone who's just... I would just tell you the same way the Father says it to me. Okay. okay. In 2014, there was a scroll that's always been there in heaven. On the scroll was written host initiative. Okay. The purpose of the army in heaven was never to protect heaven. There's not one army member. Michael's never lifted his sword to protect heaven itself. <laughs> God is on the throne. Jesus Christ is there. Okay, they created life. If they wanted to, they could just wipe it all out, but they're not going to do that. So God didn't need an army to protect heaven. Why did he make them? To fight on our behalf on the earth. In Israel, many times, Michael, the captain of the host, would go to the far ends of heaven. The Bible says this. He would gather the army and then he would go fight on behalf of Israel from the evil armies that were trying to overtake them. 
So that's been happening for some time. But now this is different. This is the time for the body of Christ to stand up and literally rule and reign with Christ in the kingdom age, which that started. That started um, before 2014, 2012, I believe it started. And then in 2014, the father caught me up to the throne, which he does a lot. And he held up the scroll that was a living scroll. It was alive. And when he opened it, I heard shouted, it's time for the host initiative. And the father explained to me that from that time on in the earth, the believers who lived with for Jesus Christ were born again and understood who they were. I understood and knew that they had authority because Jesus said we did. They had the right to command 100 members of the army of heaven. There's a protocol to do that. And there's even a protocol to send them places. And you can't be sinning. That's why I say don't go off and sin if you're a believer. You think your army is going to listen to you. They hearken under the word of the Lord. This would be the army of heaven. They hearken under the word of the Lord. Your words need to sound and line up with what Christ says. In other words, how he orders his life. We should order our life. But we invite the army of heaven to be one of our weapons. It says our weapons of warfare. They are not carnal. They are not fleshly. They are spiritual. They are mighty. They, they is the army of heaven. They are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. That shows you right in the word. You have a spiritual weapon that is mighty. That would be the army. And so there was that was a plan. God always had to have the host initiative that us as believers could command. And you know, like any military, you don't ask them. And this is an army. We're talking about heaven's army takes commands they take orders they take orders from the ones god has recognized they have the right people invite them they're sent 100 members of the army of heaven there's people laughing right now you better watch what you're doing wow yeah that's i mean i hear you them one day yourself because i happen to know it'll be the number one way we avoid dying so father has a reason why in 2014 he initiated this to happen it has happened Actually, there's millions of people right now commanding army, an army of heaven. It's not the same army. And your wife and you cannot have the same army. You get your own when you invite them. And I have been sending mine since 2014. I know they walked to the wall of my home in my encounter room. The father came and told me exactly what to say that I chose with an act of my will to invite heaven's army to be one of my weapons in Jesus' name. And that 100 army started walking through the wall of my home. They couldn't even fit in my house. They were so huge. They went through the ceiling. And the father said, this is how I will teach you how to command them. You, you as a believer have to take power over all the power of the enemy. Because Jesus Christ said to us as the body of Christ, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. That would be Satan. Right there is why we are allowed to do this. And he said, you will say these words. I choose an act of my will, and I was saying it after him. I choose an act of my will to invite heaven's army to be my weapon. I did that first, and he came in, and I said, Now I take power over all the power of the enemy. I command my host of heaven to go, and I sent them to a place. I sent them first to protect us, to go and protect and keep me and my family in all of our ways. And I send you throughout my city to pull down every drug ring. That's trying to move into my city. I command you to go and pull down every demon, empowering wow. these drug rings, helping them hide, helping them make money, empowering them to have these drugs. I command you to go right now. Go, go, go. Pull down those strongholds now. 
And I saw them leave immediately. Wow. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today. Leave immediately. And guess what? Within a week or so, the drug wings were really trying to target our city to come into it. We're very laid back city. We have a lot of strong believers here. And they were caught. They were incarcerated. Wow. That drug ring that was trying to build, it was a mega drug ring. It never happened. And yes, I do know it's because I sent the army there to pull down and deal with the wicked, evil, spiritual strongholds and undue platforms that are being built in the spirit realm. That's why they are a weapon and they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. It says so in the Bible. So yes, I did send my army. It was a billion that I sent to go to Switzerland and do other areas to begin to deal with and fight and war on behalf of the rest of Heaven's Army coming or the ones here that we're sending. There's quite a few people that did that without us talking to each other, by the way. Really? Really? It was Make God it. putting it in our heart to do it. And I can tell you what, what they want to do was done. Wow. You know, when we first started, I've been hearing this for seven or eight years, seven or eight or nine, something like that. And I struggled with the whole concept at first because I'm thinking, where is it in the Bible? But then if you say that scripture long enough, you can kind of begin to believe it where he says he sends his disciples out. He's walking the earth. There's no cars. They're just walking around Israel. And he says, I give you power over all the power That's of the right. enemy. And when you really think about that, wait a minute. He that literally, he's on the earth. L-L people. All the power of the enemy. I mean, and that's like, and then they come back and they're stunned that that, that even the demons are subject to them. That's they don't they even get that, that, didn't they? They didn't know that it was going to work out that way. And, and and it just is. And so there's scriptures like that. The other one you just said, and for anyone that wants to laugh or scorn, first of all, watch, read Psalms 1. Don't sit in the seat of the scoffer or the scornful. Don't do that. Blessed is the man who does not sit in the seat of the scornful. Uh, so don't do that because God's not really happy about that. But listen to what Kat's saying because I now send him out every every day yes. as well. I'm sure I'm not as good at doing it, but you, you, why do you have a billion if he gave you a hundred? How did that happen? I have never stopped sending them. The more you send them, the more often you send them, the more strategic you, he sends more. Okay. Okay, so you just and built an army. That has a number of how many angels are in heaven? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no it, number written down. Anybody has that number because I think God, as often as He wants them, why can He not make more? He has yeah. every opportunity to make as many as He wants to yeah. uh, for His own purposes. And I can tell you this: Hell doesn't have as many. Although the the Satan got one third from heaven and took them with them, they all got kicked out. They didn't like him then either. By the way, they don't like him at all. Uh, he rules his own demons in fear. Satan does. Mm. Nobody gets rewarded, people. But I can tell you, God is a great rewarder of those who bring help and hope and love and life. And that's why I said that you should you should always do what is the right thing to do. If you don't yeah. know, ask him. Have a yeah. conversation with God. Say, Father, I want to talk to you. I want to know you. Uh, I know your son. I want to know you, too. How's that a better than a conversation saying, oh, isn't the evil bad? Oh, my gosh, it's doing all this all over there. So what do you think they are? You know what? The, the, it's like dust. Yeah. These people, these wicked, evil things, beings, they're like dust. Yeah. The power of Jesus Christ, his word, his blood, his plans, the father's plans. You want to be on the side of life 
and hope and love. Yeah. Because if you're not somewhere in your own physical body, you will start having issues from hate, from hate, from distrust, from wanting a hard, wicked things to happen to people. Yeah. Your body itself will begin to suffer because of the darkness that you have in you. Oh, wow. But I can tell you, this is what God has done. This is his choice. And only the Father knows when it's all over. I do happen to know that we do have around 200 years left. And that is before the tribulation comes. I've been taking yeah. 150 years into the future and seeing beyond that, but been taken there. And yeah. life was beautiful and great. And God was everywhere. There's regions of light and glory that people couldn't die in. There wasn't crime in these areas. There were regions of darkness where people would literally go to live to be evil and wicked. Um, tell people the difference if you if you can how talk to people about the difference between if there's a difference between the angels, which people say we have no right to order angels around, and the host. Is there a different are these different beings, a different class, a different category? What's the difference and who do we have a right to order Mostly and who do we not have? The army of heaven call themselves the host. The host. It even calls them that in the Bible. That's 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 it's, they're called the host in the Bible also. Uh, angels who we think of that look like us, those are under Gabriel. Those are couriers, they're couriers, they're uh, worker angels. They're the ones who are your guardian angel, believe it or not, are actually sent by Gabriel. And so those are the ones who look more like humans. The army of heaven look more like creatures. They're very fierce. Of course, Michael doesn't look like a creature, but he's one of the archangels. But a lot of them are very fiercely made by God. Uh, because they're there to fight. That's what they're there for. And That's it good. says you cannot worship angels. Well, right. I have um, I have an answer for those people that say that. I'm not worshiping any angels. Right. I'm commanding an army. Just like any, any general or officer in the army, the military here on this earth, uh, they have to give the order so that army can go and go on mission. That's good. You can't go up and give a request to a military person. They would think you were crazy. You got to give them an order. The thing with the host initially, I've had people kind of almost in my face, and they've said things like, Steve, Kat's all um, confused, or she's wrong because you have, there's no right to order angels. These are not angels. These are not the angels of heaven. These are the hosts, which is the army. And if you look, listen really, really carefully, she said um, they're more like creatures in heaven. We, we, I picture a a fierce warrior with muscle bound, you know, uh, triceps and biceps and all the seps. And he's here. These are like fierce um, beings with a look in your eyes and talk to you. But as she said, these are more like creatures. They're not all creatures because she's seen some different. I've seen some different drawings that she has done rough drawings that, that some of them will look towards being a similar to a, what we would think of as human, but they are more creatures than not creatures is what Kat would say. And that they were built to be super, super fierce. So, yeah. So we're not ordering angels. He's not using a scripture that says, see, God told me to order angels. But that scripture where Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says to them, literally, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. And then as it goes on to say, nothing will by any means hurt you. Um, this is the authority. And this is even before he died. This is before the we understand born again and that sort of thing. Anyway, that's uh, something that I really want you all to, to grasp, that this is not doctrine 
uh, or false doctrine where Cat has been instructed to now command angels. You know, um, I don't know if someone will come along where God's also given any kind of thing on that, but there's no revelation on that. This was something she mentioned that in 2012, uh, this is very interesting because in 2012, I've had like four different sources. Cat said it. Uh, Arthur Burt, the old one, there's an Arthur Burke with, with the younger one, but there's Arthur Burt, the older one who's gone home to be with the Lord. He was a senior citizen. He knew that in 2012 that things had changed on the earth, that there was a kingdom mentality uh, in it. When um, my 88-year-old mentor, spiritual father, Wade Taylor, went home in 20, I think it was 2012, um, but before he went home, Kate, Wade Taylor was saying that we had entered the kingdom age. And Wade, you didn't know Wade Taylor, did you, Kat? No. Yeah, as in he was telling me this before I'd met you, Kat. And he yeah. was telling me we'd entered the kingdom age. So when you said God told you the kingdom age was in, started in 2012, Arthur Burt said it, Wade Taylor said it, you said it. I don't think any of you knew each other. I don't know if... if um, no, Wait, I didn't know any of them. I knew God. Yeah. yeah. So God comes along God and tells you. God. God tells you in 2012, there's a kingdom age. The kingdom age is beginning, yeah. which meant his power and the kingdom authority was on there. Now, once he's introduced the authority, then he comes to you and says, now I'm going to, I'm going to introduce the host initiative that he named. It. That's right. So, uh, yeah. So you were saying the host, you were saying the hosts are more like creatures. How much are, how are some of them almost um, human like? But different, and some of them are like ferocious animals. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of very different ones, and he made them all different for a reason. They're made in tribes. Okay. All of the angels, all of Gabriel's are made. Like there's a there's tribes that do this work in heaven or stuff in heaven. There's scribes, there's couriers, there's the the helper angels. They bring the body parts down from the body parts warehouse for healing. Uh, the guardian angels are involved a whole lot in revival uh, settings and stuff like that. Um, they open wells. There's all kinds of things that Gabriel's group does. Yeah. I call the group his part. Uh, Michael's yeah. are made for one reason, and that is to war. They fight. That's what they were made for. And I tell people some have weapons in actually their body, their bodies or self. And uh, I've been taken to Michael's headquarters uh, quite a few times. Wow, really, really? The headquarters. Yeah. Oh, what does yeah, that look? What is they that? Barracks, they have barracks. Like they're they're over two hundred three foot high because some of them are that tall. And yeah, they have barracks. That's why our military has barracks. Michael has a headquarters. He actually has a real headquarters there in heaven, and he operates from there. Sends him on missions. They have a like a, you would see like a landing field. Let's say like our military has where the planes and the jets take off from. Well, they have fields where, not fields, but they're like hills where they stand on and they're sent from there and they go off. They turn into a missile and then they're sent to the spirit realm. This is the army of heaven. They, they sh shift shape into a missile. Really? They leave the ground in heaven on the hills, take off to wherever it's going to happen in the spirit realm. When they land in that area, it'd probably be somewhere like in the second heaven or over the earth. They have a place that they land, they get off, they have bases there too. Really? And uh, and then they sh then they turn back into their self, their, the way that God made them. But some of them actually have built-in weapons in them. And so there's some things people, I'm sure if Paul ever saw any of those, he certainly wasn't going to mention it to people back then. 
Um, but we're very well acquainted with our militaries and they wear different uniforms, they have different weapons, different ways of transportation. You should not be surprised that Heaven's Army, which was the original army, that they also have those things also. Well, I had a question and we'll jump into some of these other questions. Someone wanted to know if, if Satan had sinned and he had already been cast to this earth and there, then there was a cre recreation of the earth, which is the beginning. Did Adam and Eve, did they know, had they been taught, and even if you would, I don't know if you know this, answer to this, did they know that Satan existed or was that part of the knowledge of good and evil that God didn't want them to know? Um, that there was... I don't know that part at all. I do okay. know that um, that the enemy knew that Adam was being created. He was he was already on this earth. He was on this earth already, and uh, that's why he plotted and planned. And that's why um, when he talked to the snake, who he also promised things, if you will let me. He still needed flesh back then. I mean, he was a spiritual being. Satan's a spiritual being. Is not flesh. He still needed even back then to have a, a flesh being to speak through. He chose the snake. The, the creatures were all over in the Garden of Eden. None of them were wild. None of them ever harmed Adam and Eve. There was beautiful fruit. There's flowing rivers. There was even uh, gemstones left there. They didn't need to buy anything, but God just put parts of himself in the river. So the, the garden east of Eden was a beautiful, beautiful place. And the enemy would walk probably wherever he wanted to, but they didn't see him. They couldn't see him. They couldn't see him as the devil. Uh, so I don't know that that was ever. I do know that the father did give instructions. You can eat of any any tree in the garden except this one. Yeah. Now that he did give an instruction to Adam and Eve, and we know they did actually end up by eating it. The snake convinced them because hey, Satan got permission from that yeah. snake to happen. And by the way, the snakes used to walk upright. I don't know if you knew oh, that. Oh, did they? No. I mean, I'd have to see a drawing to even picture that. It actually you know, says it in the Bible. I'm picturing the Geico gecko, <laughs> you know, with a tail and some well, feet. He, well, the snake, it was a little bit different. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it would be, be different, but I'm going. It would be like the snakes just be tall. They, they walked on. They walked on their legs. And, wow. Uh, wow. I think they could crawl or what. But well, that's true because he cursed them to go. Legs. You're right because he said. He cursed them after that and said, now and you're going to crawl in your belly. You will you... crawl in your belly in the dust. Oh. There you go. He took his legs away. So he actually walked upright, and Adam and Eve knew all of the creatures. So, And they had conversations with them. There was no reason why they shouldn't talk. Adam called them by name, the name he gave them as a nickname, yeah. and they answered him. So why would they think it's strange? I mean, Adam and Eve would have tried to kill the snake, if he had talked and they had never heard a snake talk before, yeah. uh, but they had conversations with him. They had conversations with him. And so um, that's well, you know, how he was able to pull that yeah. off. He went to the, the weaker one. Uh, Adam was the one present when God said, you will not do this and that. And it was his job to tell Eve. Yeah. It was Adam's job to tend the garden. That means keep things out that don't belong there. Make sure everything else is, uh, you know, that things are flourishing and prospering. And yet Adam had a conversation with evil. Yeah. And he convinced him. Can you imagine? He walked with God himself on the earth. Adam, Adam did walk with God himself, knew him, and that you know he would he would do it every day with him, talk with him about things, and walk with him. And yet here's this creature that was made not God, and yet he believed. Adam believed the creature was so convincing to him. That God only wanted to keep them from greater power and greater knowledge, which is, you know, the lie. He always feeds everybody. 
and Anna believed that lie. Anna believed it. So of That's, course they're yeah. in the garden. Here's Adam and Eve together, and there here comes the snake again. And Adam didn't even tell Eve, "Don't listen to him. He's a liar," which he should have done. And when, he was present when Eve took the fruit and ate it, and then gave it to Adam, and he ate it, knowing God Himself said, "Don't do it." What's always been interesting to me is about the whole thing about the the serpent. The Bible says that you know, the serpent was more crafty in King James. I don't know what the definition was than any of the other animals. So it must have been. I'm thinking since there was no sin at first, if they had played a game, this serpent would have been the crafty little player of this game and have fun being clever. And so Satan said, "I can use that kind of creature, right?" So he. Well, he was the one who believed him. He probably tried others, and they just said, no, you're crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but that's interesting, you know, because we don't know if he became crafty after sin, after the demonic entered in. That's just fascinating. But, okay, let's talk about creation for a minute, because one of the questions that's been with me for a couple of weeks sitting by my computer here. Is they saying, God called the light day and the darkness. He called night and the evening and morning were the first day. Uh, is this day, is each day a 24-hour day? That's what this person's asking. Is each day mil, M. Lily From the time God put the sun and the moon there, it was. It was. Uh, I would think that God had the ability uh, for his purposes of creation that he may have taken different times creating and maybe because he can, he can go through time himself, the father can go through time himself. But I'm pretty sure when he said the evening and the morning, you know, the sun and the moon, he had to give those um, those boundaries for, yeah. the, for, the, for the flesh planet, for this planet, this planet here. And uh, and he even spoke when he made the water and he told the water it couldn't come ashore. And he put a boundary up and said, you will not come over this boundary I put of the land, you will not come over and, and you know and do destruction and stuff. That's why the hurricanes are illegal in the spirit realm unless That's we interesting. take authority over it, which is why we have the weather warriors, just letting you know that. We actually do say the same thing God said. God has said you will not go beyond the boundaries to bring destruction. You have no right and you will obey what God said and when he made you. And so we do use scripture when we talk about well, that little side thing. And I, again, to say, if since the Bible itself is recorded, Moses wrote it, the evening and morning, and Moses knew what an evening was, and Moses knew what a yes, morning was. So yes, he, God is telling you, I think he's telling you that's a 24-hour day. because Yeah, was I think he made morning. these things within that one day. Whatever he made next was in the second day, yeah. the third day. Those were actually days. Yeah. Uh, on, the on the earth originally. Oh, before? Like Genesis 1 1 is a whole different time, people. In the beginning, in the beginning, that was when time began. He doesn't talk about before time. There's a BT, people. Okay, time started. Time, the 24 hour clock time, that started. Okay, in the beginning. Uh, and then the next thing, verse 2 says, the earth was void. And it was in it was in darkness, and and the water had covered everything, and yet you know when God made it, it, that's not what happened. So when He made it the first time, and He put some creatures on there, I know the dinosaurs roamed. It doesn't say there was a sun and the moon the first time He lit the earth with His glory. Now I'm going to really stomp on some people's toes. Just get over it and listen. 
Okay, I'm talking about God who made everything. He gets to choose, not you. Yeah. So uh, when the earth was made the first time, and his and the watcher angels were put on the earth that had flesh on them to help watch over the creation that he had made. And then uh, when Satan was cast out of heaven and uh, the earth became null and void, it says that in, I think in Jeremiah, it says he began to wreak havoc on the earth and turn it into a wilderness. It talks about that. And then God, because of the evil going on, uh, when he made it, it said he turns the light out. That means he took his glory off the earth. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. Now, back to the show. So when he remakes the earth in verse 2, there's a whole different earth. It's now in havoc. Uh, things have changed and happened. There's no light at all. The water is covering the earth completely. And it says he began to recreate the earth. He yeah. took the water off of the sky. He took the water off a of part of the land. It clearly says that in the Bible. So I was shown that literally by God himself. There's a place in heaven called Creation Lab. That's not you practicing to make humans, people. That's showing you how God did all of this. Yes, everyone you know that lives in heaven has been there and seen this amazing place. And you see how he made the earth the first time. And he didn't put the sun and the moon up there. There was no time. There was light. There was light. It was his glory lighting the earth. Yeah. He had creatures on there. He had a water vapor shield around it so these massive dinosaurs could walk the earth and not have their hide fall off. Then when Satan was cast out, he actually would take over these dinosaurs and they began to kill each other. Destruction was coming. The The land was changing. The, yeah. the vegetation was dying. And so that's why God sent the earth and flooded it the first time. He broke the water vapor shield that flooded the earth, totally covering everything, the sky, the trees the land and in verse two he's actually taking it apart the holy spirit was hovering over the face of the deep the deep because the water covered everything so it said it says in the bible that he took the water off the firmament that was the land the sky and then exposed the land and then he began to recreate and put creatures back on it and at that time he put a sun and a moon to order the day and the night so that we would have a time frame to follow that's good. Now, what, how do you explain? I've never asked this. So I have no idea where you thought. I was looking at some documentary the other day. I would like to watch the History Channel a lot. Um, and, but I don't even know if this is it, but it was showing the Grand Canyon, okay? And, of course, there's the, the, the amount of canyon where the water flows. That would have, in the natural, taken probably millions of years. But God created or recreated the earth in uh, six days and the rest of the seventh. The, have you gotten any insight about the older theory that, you know, the carbon 14 dating uh, where, you know, why, how could there be canyons that would take millions of years or that would seem to take millions of years? What, what because between answer? verse one and two, there were millions of years. Okay. That's so that is how you, that's the answer. No, that's what they showed me. Okay. I would well, show that. Okay. Well, because you know, they know themselves. They know themselves. The scientists know there yeah. were oceans in the desert at one time. They yeah. have found the shells. Yeah. They have found the shells. They found whole herds of dinosaurs covered over by land masses. Yeah. Because when he broke it up, when he broke up the earth from all of the evil and wickedness going on in the first time, and the water came up from there, it came down from the the water vapor shield that he put like a mist, put a mist around the earth. And that's what happened. But between one and two, there really are millions of years. And scientists yeah. 
think we're crazy because they have evidence that's real. They yeah. know about the dating. They know when things were, how long this earth has been here. And there's a 6,000 6, year of lease isn't about when the earth was made. That was about the timing that God was giving things for a certain purpose. Yeah, it may be closer to the time. It may be closer to the time when Adam and Eve were born was six to 10,000 years, I'm guessing, right? That's that's a six to, from the time of Adam and Eve. Am I saying that right? Or are you, you're looking well, at- Well, I right? do know this. I can only add, I, we could go forever on just this yeah. one subject. But I'm telling you, when you get to heaven, people, you will go to this place and he will show you, literally, you'll see in 3D action, like you're there, you will see him uh, take and make the, take the, uh, the drop of water and the scroll out and stretch the physical realm around the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm is still the greater realm. Yeah. And on this canvas of the physical realm that he made, he began to put the planets in. He put the planets out there, stars out there, no sun. There was no sun and moon when he first made that. Because yeah. you also get to see that. And so uh, and he, when he so when he made the earth, that's the place he chose to put life on it. And so when he did that, he lit the earth with his glory so it would have light. Okay, they would have light. The sky wasn't blue back then. It was like a peachy pink color mm. because of the reflection of the, uh, of the light coming from the earth and hitting the water vapor shield, the sky was different when he made it the first time. So he lit That's it with good. his glory. He put trees. Trees were 200 feet high, okay? The baby dinosaurs could stand underneath them. The watcher angels walked right next to these dinosaurs because that's, that group comes from the host. Uh, one of the tribes of the host are the watcher angels. Not all of them fell, okay? But there was a tribe that had flesh on them. That's why they find the footprint, they think, was Cro-Magnum man or mm. cave man. Uh, when they find it right next to a dinosaur, they actually have proof that they had one. That was the watcher angel. Oh, that's, that's interesting. I never heard that. Let me ask a question about Moses, again, who wrote all this stuff up. Yeah. Now, I've heard both Kim Clement, I think you've talked about it, but one time when God hides Moses in the cleft of the rock, that there was Kim who talked to, I think it was Kim who talked about Moses is transported in time to the Mount of Transfiguration, where he sees, I don't know if you believe that or not, but let me ask this all together, and then you can answer it. Was therefore, if that was true, was did God probably transport Moses all in, in time so he could write um, the, the 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 details of creation rather than say now God tells him verse after verse now write this now write did God take him there and show him? Well, I will tell you what I was shown. That's the only thing oh. I'm allowed to do. Yeah, he took me back to the time when he was going to show Moses. Okay, and he said, "I will hide you in the cleft of the rock." Yeah, he put Moses inside himself. Okay, that's what that means. Because the he translator wouldn't know how to. And as he said, as I pass by, I will show you the hinder parts. And people say that that was was God walking past Moses and he saw his back. I'm yeah. sorry, people. That is not what happened. He put himself in. He put Moses in him. And as God walked through time himself. He's been from the beginning to the end, then the beginning. He showed Moses all the time that had passed behind him. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. The minor parts are the parts of time. So because Moses was in God, and as he was going through time, Moses saw all of that. That's how Moses could write 
Genesis. There's no other way he could write it. Right, right. The, otherwise, he, yeah. Him things. He saw it because if you see it, you can write it clearly. So he did need Moses to do that for him. So he put, he picked up Moses and sticks him inside of himself. There's not body parts inside of the father, people. Uh, time comes from him. All of it comes from him. And that's why he's the only one over time. That's why he knows when the physical realm will end. So he put Moses in. It makes sense. He's his friend. He's up there on the mountain, right? He went to go see him and meet with him. That was big anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you are going to go meet this living God. The mountaintops were on fire because of his glory. And yet he takes him and sticks him inside of himself. And as God is moving in time, he shows Moses all the time that had passed behind That's really good. Moses. And from that, all Moses. The creation of the earth. He saw Adam and Eve and that, all the stuff that had passed by all that time. That's all behind her parts, the parts of time. He saw then, it, ha it has to be, then he saw uh, Cain slew, sl slay Abel. He sees Ham, Sham, and Japheth. He sees Noah. He sees uh he sees all of Genesis, which is Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. He sees all these stories, right? He sees the yes, whole thing. He, yes, and he saw him from the time he saw them when he was on the mountain with him. Right, right. It wasn't like he kept taking him and coming back and taking him. He showed him all of that, gave him in his memory, in the layers of his soul, had all of that in there so he could write the book of Genesis. Yeah. That makes sense. It makes perfect sense. But I've never, no one's ever theorized that with me. Like, how did Moses write this? He was raised in Pharaoh's house. That's how right. did he know all this? He, the only way he could know, it, and his mother couldn't have given it to him in that detail because no, his mother wouldn't have it. known. She didn't know it. <laughs> she didn't you know any of it. Probably been lost. So, I mean, people don't talk that much. That, but maybe that is why, in some ways, the, the Jewish, especially the Hebrews, even today, Jewish, Hebrew, they... Um, What's the word? Um, not overly glorified, but they give real honor to the Torah, which is Matthew. I mean, which is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. This is yeah. all that Moses was shown. This on the mountain. That's right. And they became, and to this day, they're the keepers of the Torah, so that yeah. nothing is lost. That's right. Um, and that's a real honor to Moses himself. When, so when you read it, when you reread the scriptures, knowing. This is how Moses was able to, you will understand. It does make, Revelation actually does make sense. It makes sense of the word of God and makes sense of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. That's why Revelation, that comes from the heart of God. That's why it's always accurate and it helps you to have understanding and all you're getting of wisdom and knowledge, get understanding. That actually means understanding of the Holy One. That's talking about the Father. Get yeah. understanding or revelation from the Father. And and I was taken and literally shown that. So I know that that's actually how it happened. And yeah. it does make sense. Let me ask a cousin question to this. Our last, let me look at the time here. Well, well, this may be towards the end here, but um, David now becomes a man after God's own heart. He's probably like the Moses in some senses, but he, while he's still in the Old Testament. But David writes, among other things, Psalms 22, which he says, my bones are sticking out. They are laughing at me. And then he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He says the words that Jesus is going to say on the cross. Absolutely. Do you yeah. believe David was transported to in order to write that? What I believe in all the times that he spent worshiping, yeah. God showed him many things. Yes, he did say the very words that Christ would say 
uh, when he was actually, when he went, you know, descended into hell. Yeah. Um, and also that is absolutely true that from the time Christ on the cross, I don't know when, I know during the cross time that he was there, there was a point where the father could no longer watch his son. It wasn't because he couldn't stand the suffering. Christ himself had to believe what he was told and shown. He had to believe like us. He experienced everything we have to experience. Even when you don't hear speaking, Holy Spirit speaking or Jesus speaking, you have to trust what they said and what the word says. It is true. You have to stand in faith. Christ himself, because he walked as a man also, had to trust his father that he would do everything he was told before he ever went to the cross. He was told when he was in heaven, still with his no flesh. And he had to agree. He had to agree to come to this earth and die for the sins of this world. He had to agree or, or, or the father would not have sent him. Yeah. And so, yes, I do believe that David was shown many things and told many things, probably more of the telling side, but showing, I'm sure, also he yeah. could not have written uh, the book of uh, Psalms. Psalms 22. Yeah, it was so detailed. He that particular also write the Song of Solomon. Yeah, um, Song of Solomon would probably be Solomon himself. Oh, Solomon, that. that's right. Yeah, um, but I'm I mean. Sure the Lord also impressed Solomon with stuff, too, because he also, at one point, as I've had an extremely uh, close relationship, I think it was probably a generational thing going on there. Yeah. Um, but I think Solomon also, because of his obedience and his honor to God himself and all the stuff that he did for him, I'm sure that even Solomon had revelation given to him that was divine. It was from heaven. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's it's not that much of a stretch. I don't think that almost every book, especially you think of Paul, who was taken to the third heaven, who was caught up to the third heaven, and said things, some things he couldn't talk about, other things he yeah. could talk about. It's not really a stretch to suggest that maybe more scriptures than not are the result of people being transported to heaven and seeing. Well, we know heaven. Ezekiel certainly had divine encounters. It talks about them in, in, in the book he wrote, Ezekiel. Yeah. And even Isaiah got revelation on things he was shown. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, they, I, it's all about that relationship they had, though. That's the relationship they have with, with the Lord or with the Father. That, that That's why they got that revelation. But Moses absolutely was taken through time itself. And he saw these things so that he could write the book of um, Okay, last question. You, you are the person that I know that has had the most encounters to heaven. I'm sure there's probably people out there that have had even more. Who knows? But there are these people on the earth. You're one of them. I've known four or five or six of them that have had encounters in heaven, maybe seven or eight by now. Is God planning on downloading to a number of people on the earth, especially over the next generation or two? Because you said there's 100, 100, 150 years ahead at least. Is God planning on downloading such things that, or is he saying, no, I'm not going to tell anybody about a few heavenly details, but or I'm going to give you some revelation. To, I don't know. I, people are so, would be so afraid for me to say he would add revelation on the earth, but he's doing it through you. I'm not trying to put you ahead of the Bible. Don't get me wrong, folks, but I'm just saying. Oh, what? I know. But, you know, yeah. uh, there is always probably until the actual end of time comes because, uh, face it, people, when you get to heaven, you don't need revelation from anybody. You're living with revelation. Yeah. So I think as long as the earth is here and God has people who will hear him, 
I mean, there's some people that have had encounters and, and all they, they were born again Christian in their prayer life or the time that they were worshiping. Uh, Gary Brooks is one who was just seeking God to know him more, know Christ more. And he was a worshiper and he was caught up and taken to heaven. It wasn't, it wasn't like he was running after that. He got revelation in heaven. He got revelation about how the throne was made, what the throne room looked like. Uh, he's not here now. He's actually living in heaven. Yeah. But I know quite a few people myself that were caught up. And I think as long as the earth is here and remains, people will get revelation. Of course, I think he will. And I do know for sure the one thing he is going to be given from heaven in great amounts is witty ideas and inventions that are about to hit this earth that we, we will change the way we all live. It's going to be so fantastic. And he will give that to people who will invent it. And yeah. that's revelation. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Really, really fascinating stuff. Kat, you know, I've known you for all these years now, and I know the first time I sat down with you on that cruise, you know, I was <laughs> like, give me more information. So I, I'm like this way, but I'm not just with you, but pretty much everyone that I have on the show, but I probably a little more so because you've had so many in-person yeah. encounters. So, um, and you expect to be here for a lot of years. You said you don't, you don't expect. I to do be expect to be here a lot of years. So God's going to download, not download, he's going to take you up and show you. Yeah, he said, he, never stopped, he, said, he said, point blank, I'll never stop giving you revelation or taking you places or showing you things to come. And sometimes, I know at one point we'll have, a, we'll have our own uh, probably television station uh, called, the. Uh, it'll be something revelation. And I will give revelation, God will give me revelation on things that will happen and they'll happen immediately. Wow. I love that. That's it's coming from obedience, from yeah. willingness. When you're willing, right? When you're willing and you're faithful, yeah. he will be faithful. He will trust you with more. This is not just for me. Everything I get is for everybody. This is for people. I have a commission to reveal heaven to earth, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. What they give me or show me or take me, I can and have permission to reveal it. I didn't ask for it. I yeah. asked for him. I wanted yeah. him desperately. Yeah. I wanted Jesus Christ. And then when he walked through the wall of my home, that was probably years and years and years ago. I can't ago, even imagine. He yeah. is the one who introduced me. He he caught me up to heaven, introduced me to the Father. Crazy. Yeah. And I the mean, Lord said, You have a commission from us to reveal heaven to earth. I'm a revelator. That's why that's my title. I didn't choose that either. And they've never shown me once my own mansion, any piece of property, anything that belonged to me. I have never seen anything that is mine or will be mine. That's fascinating. Have an operates, what life is like, how to be transported, how to live there, about the food, about relationships with people, what the things you get to do, the excitement, the fun in heaven, the, the all the power and the glory. It, it is his time to reveal heaven to earth. When he started that with me and he said, I'll just keep doing it as long as I want to do it. That was him speaking. And he actually said to me, don't plan to die. Oh, wow. Good. So He's when my staff get phone calls saying, we want to sell life insurance to Kat, they said, oh, don't bother. She's not going to die. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and by that, do you mean God saying, don't plan to die ever? Is that what you think he's? He I mean, just said, don't plan to die. Okay. I guess whenever he's ready, he can take me. That's totally up to him. Yeah. But to have someone on the earth who is absolutely willing <clears throat> At any time to say what he wants said or to explain things are going to happen. I have already said yes to that. And I'm yeah. not. Well, you know, I, I don't have this in memories, but there is that scripture about that those who are willing on the day of his power. This is the day of his power, right? 
is the day of his power. This is not the day of his wrath, people. The earth would be melting. <laughs> this is not the day of his wrath. None of us who are believers, we have not been appointed unto wrath, which clearly says to me, we probably will not be here in the day of his wrath, but we yeah. are in the day of his power. And he does say, pray that my people be willing in the day of my power. To do what? To do what he asked you. Yeah, to do. just that simple. Just do it what is I. That simple. Yeah. And, well, Kat, um, maybe if you'll go ahead and pray for the people. I know we've talked about doing that each week. If you'll pray for whatever God gives you, and then I'll, I'll, at the after that, I'll have you talk about your website for a minute. So, okay. Yeah. Hi. Father, I bring before you all of the people watching yeah. and listening right now around this earth, Father, that you bless their heart, that you fill them with life and light and joy and victory and freedom and celebration because that's what you're after right now i thank you father for looking at those who need help that are weak that are infirm that you send help that the that your power and the love and life of christ will go into their homes and touch their bodies and touch their minds if they're if they're weak or sick in their mind and their emotions let their soul be made whole in jesus name let them hear your voice speak to them plainly and clearly. Give them revelation. Give them encounters, Father, because everyone who knows of you desires to see you, to be with you. I ask you to bless them and with your life and your presence and your revelation because we belong to you. The body of Christ belongs to the Lord. We give ourselves to him. We invite him in. I thank you for blessing every single believer on the earth, Father, right now with your presence. Let it just sweep in their home and, or in their cars or in the store, wherever they are right now, Father. I thank you for trusting me. Yes, I thank you for trusting those that you've appointed, Father, those who've been faithful to you and willing in the day of your son's power. Bless them. I thank you for helping every nation that is under siege or under control right now that the hosts go now to each of these places and pull down strongholds of wickedness shred platforms where evil is working and serving uh satan in those places let them become like dust in jesus name and i thank you father that you have chosen this time in the earth to be known and heard yes, and people are about to feel your presence like never before i am excited and i bless your name Bless your name and all that is within me. My heart rejoices yes, that you are real, that you do care, that you do love, and you are dealing with evil. I thank you, Father. I thank you, my King and my Savior. I thank you, my best friend, Holy Spirit, that you are the three in one. And together, no one can stop you. No one can change you. There is no darkness in you. But the light that comes from you brings hope to us on the earth. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Kat, so talk about your two websites. Uh, uh, you got Revealing Heaven is on the screen. Talk about that one first. Yes, revealingheaven.com is my main website. It's, it has my store. It has events on it. It has a lot of other information. And Revelation is on uh, revealingheaven.com. Uh, again, the father picked that name. He this the name of the books I wrote. He picked that as names also. And uh, I tell people, uh, but if you want to give to me, you, you got to go to catcur.com 
And that's where there's a lot of revelation. It's a spiritual platform for the Father, Son, or Holy Spirit to speak and say what they want to. We also have a gallery there with images of things in the spirit realm, what they look like in heaven, what they look like around the earth. Some of those you can actually download. And it's the only place you can give to help support heaven's plan to reveal heaven to earth. You click on the treasury and then you can uh, sign up there to give on a regular basis or you can become a guardian who operates in the guardian zone, which is our regular supporters. And I bless you in the name of the Lord for doing that. And so there's revealingheaven.com and there's catcar.com. And very soon we'll have some different stations out there. And I don't know if it'll be network TV or what it will be. But we will be doing media and news also, as well as revelation about heaven and stuff in the business world and uh, shifting government so that God can shape those nations. That's one of your assignments as a believer also. We'll be be talking about those things. And so thank you for listening today, being encouraged today, empowered today, and inspired today that God does care and he loves you. Awesome. Kat, thank you so much. Bless you all. Thank you. Uh, Kat, give our our love to your staff. We appreciate them very much. And we will see you all again tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.